0: This is Internet Marketing. This is Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. I'm Andy White and I'm joined today by Jan Vels Jensen, CMO of Trustpilot. Hello, Jan. How are you doing? Hey, Andy. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. Um, Today's subject is uh, online reviews, and I want to sort of base our discussion around a piece of research by William Hartston, Cambridge University mathematician, and uh, he did some research on online reviews and came up with a formula to calculate the economic impact of online reviews on UK businesses. Tell us a little bit about the findings from this report.
1: Thanks, Andy. Uh, Listen, before I do that, I'd like to do a little bit of scene setting just so uh, we get some uh, context around it. It is, in fact, old news that online marketing budgets and uh, online conversations are increasing significantly. But uh, what's new news uh, to many is that uh, a significant power shift has sneaked into uh, our lives. Uh, And I think uh, companies uh, can no longer rely on advertising online, offline. They can no longer throw that shampoo ad at us and expect that uh, we buy it. Word of mouth is, uh, is the new ad. I would uh, actually argue that trust is the only sustainable uh, currency online and word of mouth today is what matters the most uh, when you're making uh, an informed uh, purchase decision so um, like like uh, the recent uh, nelson study uh, showed that 92% of consumers say they trust word of mouth and recommendations from friends and family mm. uh, other uh, more than any forms of advertising so i think the uh, it's the the influence uh, the circles of influence have changed significantly and there's really this really is uh, we're in the midst of a of a revolution Uh, the consumer and the tribes uh, are the ones that are going to have the power for making or breaking companies. Super interesting.
0: I find it really fascinating, this sort of notion of trust being almost like a currency.
1: Yeah, exactly. Especially small brands and small companies really will rely on the, uh, in the future. And it is interesting to see that actually the consumer, uh, they uh, trust much more uh, these days. In fact, uh, heaven, uh, predominantly so. Um, they, they trust family, friends, and tribal members online versus maybe a, a, a real uh, editor or a, a product person who knows a lot in, in a shop. They do, not, uh, they do not trust them anymore. It's, a, it's definitely a, a shift in power.
0: Let's drill down into some of the key findings, Jan. Um, 77% of UK customers or consumers uh, using the internet, will look towards online reviews before making a purchasing decision. Has that changed much over the years?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Over the last five years, that that number has changed uh, significantly. It used to be, I remember the good old days when I was... Uh, uh, actually, uh, a sales rep, uh, people would call me and ask me about our products and the competition's products. That doesn't happen anymore. People do all their uh, research uh, online, and they do uh, start with every purchasing decision online, and they look uh, very much towards uh, online review before they make a purchase. So we did a survey amongst 2,000 U.K. adults, um, and we had the, the William Hartston uh, from Cambridge University, helped create a formula that could calculate the, the economic impact of online reviews on, on UK businesses. This is because we'd like to just get, we see the, the value of reviews daily, but we'd like to get a little closer off a better understand what the value of reviews is. What is the value really of word of mouth? Uh, and we found that uh, positive reviews really can increase your, your revenue significantly. Uh, actually, so much as up to 40%. And um, part of the three findings uh, we we found uh, that uh, one of those you were talking about is that 77% look to online reviews before they make a a purchase. So it has a a big impact on the online buyer. Mm -hmm. And uh, 62% claim uh, they're more likely to do business with the company after reading a positive uh, review. And I think uh, the last one that fits uh, neatly in there is that Um, 44% of of 16 to 24-year-old spend um, 25% more uh, with a company that has a positive review. So you can clearly see that in the buying process, they look for reviews um, of other tribal members uh, to to look for trust and who can they trust and buy from online.
0: Yeah. Can we talk, turning a bit negative, can we talk about negative reviews? Because uh, that's an area that I find quite interesting. There's a lot of sort of, talk these days of being transparent and don't be too worried by negative reviews but what are what are the results of negative reviews and how should they be handled what effect does that have
1: it it has an effect it turns out it doesn't have that one review is bad doesn't have or two reviews that doesn't have a huge impact the consumers will still then look at the rest and overall judge the company but of course many bad reviews Uh, will not uh, will not do well uh, do well but the the asset test is not really uh, that you get the reviews it's more that you deal with them and dealing with reviews in a prompt and and general way you can actually turn a complaint into a customer and that's uh, that's what we see with a lot of uh, a lot of customers if i give you you know if i give you the example you know we have a a heated discussion or you have that with your wife or your partner Mm -hmm. and uh, all of a sudden you stop and you say uh, hey you're right." I can actually do better. It's my fault. That's just so disarming, yeah. uh, and uh, that really builds trust and gives you uh, a, a chance to bring uh, bring back, uh, build that trust into that relationship. And it's pretty much the same uh, online. I have a great example from New York City where I ordered uh, room service, uh, and for thirty dollars, I got a bowl a bowl of soup um, and and a beer. The soup was like half a cup in size and not even warm. And I complained, nothing happened. I tweeted, reviewed the service. And next day I got free room service, a big bowl of warm soup (laughs) and a bottle of of wine. But the best thing for me is this. I got a printout from uh, the hotel, a fun story about how soup should be served, what temperature and how much uh, volume it should have. And it really just made me smile, and every time now I go back to that hotel, I smile about that because the complaint is turned into a to a repeat customer. so you know, with a blink in the eye, I think uh, it's also a good way of handling uh, negative reviews.
0: I like that. The thirty dollar bowl of soup story.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I mean, you, you we all know it. We go somewhere. And there's an effort in uh, turning the the complaint, if it's legitimate, around, and actually then you get a stronger customer. So it, it really it really gives you a, a good chance. If you're a great company and you you have a good service, there is nothing to be afraid of a bad review. I, I have another great example of that. If oh, we I'm love stories.
0: It, Carry on. Well,
1: well, you know when you talk about, does it look bad that a company has bad reviews? And I would say no. Uh, most of our customers do not have top score. Uh, they have bad reviews and uh, consumers are people and they will recognize that they don't want the polished brand, the brand that's perfect because they know it's unrealistic. Mm. My uh, five-year-old son, he he's uh, into Star Wars. He looked at me the other day and said, I love Boba Fett the most. And I said, okay, why? Because he's dirty. He's real. And really in adult language, that is, he, he doesn't look perfect yeah. because we know we're not perfect. Yeah.
0: What um, would you say, Jana, the advantages from, from a reputation standpoint in having reviews on your site?
1: Well, I mean, uh, displaying online, uh, online reviews on your web t- uh, website shows uh, potential buyers that you're a trustworthy company, that they can do business with you. Uh, and many companies know they have good customer service and many happy uh, customers. So they look for ways to share that fact throughout the buying process. Online reviews is one way of doing that. It can make you stand out amongst the competition, especially if you're not a a known brand or a big company. This is a a huge uh, uh, advantage. And for those merchants who are unsure how they're performing in terms of customer service, uh, they can actually use reviews to help them identify potential areas where they can improve, uh, and then they get to brag about it. So it's an excellent way to get uh,
0: feedback. Yes, it's the feedback loop, isn't
1: it? An example of a, from a reputation standpoint, a UK customer, Masuma Mobile, uh, he, they're the largest onli- uh, online mobile phone recycler. Mm. And they've actually collected 100,000 reviews to not only uh, analyze how their business is doing uh, service-wise, but also to demonstrate uh, that the, the, there is trust. Um, and, and I mean, th- think about their concept. They are asking people to send in an old iPhone, and then they send the money. Yeah. So if they didn't have a, a score there saying they're, they're trustworthy from many, many other consumers, uh, that business model would just not work.
0: Wow. Yeah. What about um, from a slightly more SEO perspective? I mean, are there SEO advantages in having reviews?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I th- to mention two. I think that, that it's worth mentioning two online reviews, how it helps you stand out from the crowd and online reviews helps you improve on-site conversions. So let me just use uh, a few minutes uh, on these uh, from an SEO point, hmm. point of view. You know a marketeer's uh, job is to uh, obviously to uh, generate good leads, drive traffic to your company a- and increase your brand awareness. It's a big job customer reviews um, typically help you stand out from the crowd, especially on Google uh, I don't know if you've uh, noticed the little uh, yellow stars in Google when searching for a particular product or a yes, company I have yes yeah, that's Google accelerating that helps consumers do the right uh, the right click during their research phase. And uh, for you uh, as a marketeer, for you and me, this means that uh, you just beat the competition mainly because you demonstrated customer happiness in your online ads. And actually, uh, Google says that uh, search ads with uh, seller rating have 17% higher click-through rate than those without. So
0: that's pretty tangible. Yeah, it's not surprising, is it, I guess?
1: And I guess uh, on the conversion side… Um, If we were to look at that, um, you know, we're always looking to improve uh, conversion rates and cost per lead. Uh, So integrating online reviews into your checkout process, for example, can increase uh, conversions uh, significantly, Uh, especially if you're not familiar with um, the particular company or merchant. Uh, It's tools like review uh, platforms that can make that uh, difference. Uh, You as a business are are really saying, hey, check this out. All these recent customers have been happy with their purchase. You can trust us. So it's kind of like the final push to make a good uh, purchase decision. Um, If you look at one of our customers, Express Watches in the UK, Mm. they did an A-B test and they found out that they were selling uh, 58% more online when displaying online reviews in the checkout uh, process, which is a pretty cool number uh, for, for a marketeer.
0: Now, with all this sort of like commenting, there's a sort of, I guess, there's a wider social interaction and there's a sort of a community discussion type of thing going on. To me, this sounds social media-ish, if that is such a word. How does Trustpilot view this trend?
1: Well, I mean, the, um, uh, social media has uh, revolutionized online business interaction with customers. So, the, you know, it's a newfound openness. Uh, um, and the power is uh, back in in the consumers, and and social media uh, has it has its place there. But as a, a more structured way and more tangible way to get feedback into your directly into your business, how you're doing, how your service is, what your product is, how it's getting delivered, and overall a structured way of of getting uh, to understand how people feel about your company review. Platforms actually offered, offers a more holistic and, and structured way of gathering that. So it kind of fits in with uh, the rest of social media, I think, in a very neat way. Mm. Uh, but actually, you have a chance of tying this into your CRM system, your back-end systems, your ordering systems. So it goes a little more deeper and more structured way of gathering uh, consumer and customer insights into your um, product production.
0: Do you ever come across retailers that are sort of hesitant to become involved with reviews? And why would that be? Yeah,
1: that's a good question. Yes, I do. <laughs> part of my problem, uh, or part of my, not my problem, but part of my, my job is also to understand uh, why that is. And there's no doubt about that. Uh, people are afraid of, uh, of uh, opening up because they're unsure, specifically those companies who, who are maybe not, um, Too uh, customer focused or customer service focused, uh, it can be uh, really hard for them to to get a lot of of. Uh, they think at least it could be hard for them to get a lot of negative reviews. But as we talked about earlier, mm. you know, one um, getting negative reviews is just part of the game. Everybody knows that, and nobody is is perfect. And that's actually something that attracts. Even a negative review, a bad uh, reputation, sometimes drives attention to you where you wouldn't get it before. And I think uh, the last one, which is really the acid test, that is start to embrace it because you're being talked about anyway uh, out on social media. Why not use this tool to embrace it in a constructive way to actually change the things they're complaining about Mm. and not focus on the complainer? Is it really a bad service you're delivering? Well, then you better get your act together because you're not going to survive if, if you deliver a bad service.
0: Yeah, and just a final question. Actually, we talked, we touched earlier on this notion of the trust economy and trust almost being like a currency. What are your feelings and conclusions on on this trust economy? Where do you see it going? How do you feel about it? What's your view on it?
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, it, it, it's something. It's a concept we we want to continue to uh, to to look at to understand the real value of trust. Uh, but I think that the trust economy report and and our general insights from our seven billion consumers and and the eighty thousand reviewed companies is that. Or it shows that good companies out there uh, can actually use reviews to increase sales significantly. And it's not a threat, but it's actually a real avenue for growth and insights and learning. So uh, it's really encouraging to see that uh, reviews uh, can play such a a critical role. So I'm very happy with the results.
0: Yeah, and that's really useful. Thanks so much for that. Where can people find you online, get to know a bit more about you?
1: Hey, if uh, you guys want to find and have a chat with me, I'm I'm on Twitter, Jan V Jensen, or I can be found on TrustPilot.com.
0: Uh, Jan Vels Jensen, CMO of TrustPilot. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. You can always visit the podcast on the website at SiteVisibility.com forward slash i Podcast. And um, we like feedback, so if you want to call us and leave a message, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero, or you can email podcast at sitevisibility dot uk with questions and comments. And of course, we love reviews and ratings on iTunes. So that's all from me, Andy White, and it's also goodbye from Jan. Thanks, Andy. It's been fun, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.